Welcome to Talk Comics to me. We are uh, dancing today. It's our new calling. I, I dance every day. Every day of my life. Uh, I am Chomp Chompenstein. I am Hector. <laughs> Hector Chadfield. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and welcome to Wednesday. It is... The fifth of oh god I gotta pay rent. Yep, that's on the only reason I know what today is is because it's rent day. Because America sucks and just can't let us, you know, just give us a break. Just like, um, two months. Yeah, that's really all I need. Two months and then I'll be back on top. Yeah. So anyway, don't forget to pay your rent and uh, let's fucking talk about comics. Let's do it. Yeah, you go you first. Go? Okay. Yeah, I have a lot by the way, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hefty day for a Chomp here. Um, so I have Money Shot number seven. Um, this series, what can I say? I love it. Um, <laughs> so this issue, uh, the scientists find a planet full of hot aliens and they're like, let's go bang them. But the president has something to say about that. And he is a younger, more attractive, and somehow more annoying version of Donald Trump. Cool, cool. I love it. Like, all all of the things that he says in this could be something that Trump said. But coming from him, it's just even funnier. He's part of my French. I know how sensitive you girls can be. And he's talking to a horse. So it's like, it's... Ridiculous. So he cuts their funding pretty much because he doesn't want them going to a planet that had previously embarrassed him. But he says, of course, yeah, he says, uh, I'm cutting funding unless you let me be a part of this team and you take me with you to bang aliens. Of course, of course. Uh, okay. It's, uh, <laughs> It was difficult uh-huh. and also a lot of fun to read. Um, I love Money Shot. I I cannot say enough good things about it. It's so fun. Hector's seal of approval. Yes, absolutely. I didn't. Okay, I did know that you know banging aliens would be that much fun to read, but you know. <laughs> okay, I did know. I, I did know. I'm not even going to get into it. Um, but it's fun. It's so much fun. Uh, I guess that's my segue. Mm-hmm. All right, so I have two books to talk about next. First, uh, one is The Dreaming, Waking Hours. This is the first issue. This is G. Willow Wilson, Nick Robles, and Matt Lopez, I believe, is the inker on this book. Where do they say their names? I don't know. It, you know what? It doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna, I'll find it. Uh, you talk. I'll talk. So, I have never read anything Sandman related before, ever. This is my first Sandman world book, or universe. And I just dove right in, and I made a great choice, I think. Matt. Okay. Thank yes. you. Yes. Uh, so... I think you don't have to be familiar with the Sandman universe necessarily to, like, get into this. I think you just need to, like, have a vague idea of, of like, what like, the what universe, universe is. is. Okay, okay. Because I think I do have that knowledge, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I mainly picked this up because of G. Willow Wilson and Nick Robles, because, goddamn, that's, like, an awesome pairing of people put together. And then the colorist really, really did, like, Matt Lopez did, like, a great job with Nick's art and just bring it, bring it, bleh, 
bringing it to life in such a way where it just every moment of it was just engaging he he's waking it up (laughs) waking hours up inside (laughs) uh so yeah i highly suggest this um basically it follows um i'm sorry i did not remember anybody's name this time we're i'm not i'm not prepared we're not professionals (laughs) we're not professionals uh her name is lindy sorry lindy uh so she's been having this dream of basically this like kind of endless house that she can walk through and at some point she bumps into ruin which transfers her like out of her world into this like i guess dream world or like in a different time with William Shakespeare. Okay. And Ruin, who she bumps into, is transported into her world. Oh, like a Freaky Friday situation. Yeah, kind of like a a Freaky Friday. (laughs) And he is, like, stuck trying to, like, take care of her baby and figure out a way to, like, fix, fix this. I'd be mad. I'd be like, why would you just leave your kid alone for me to find him? He goes to one of his friends, and they're just basically like, what did you fucking do? So, I don't know. I think you just get an idea, you know, within this, like, mm-hmm. of the universe. And I don't know. It makes me want to kind of, like, go more into this. Yeah, I kind of want to pick it up now. I, I really love Nick Robles. I think his art is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, And I did flip through it, and it does look really good. It's got the champ seal of approval. <laughs> it does. I'm Chomp, thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry, we're with Chomp today. <laughs> uh, and, you know, like, the thing about the Dreaming is the covers have always been really intriguing to me, and the idea has always ver- been very intriguing to me, so, like, why not just do that? Right. Uh, so, I'm gonna, gonna be done with that now. Okay. So now I have a naughty cover. It's so naughty. I have this Sex Criminals. This is issue number 30. Here's a penis. Oh, oh, well. Oh. <laughs> And this is technically the last issue. Uh, there are two more issues. <laughs> there is the Sexual Gary special after this, and then there is another issue, number 69, uh, <laughs> where it's going to be like a jump into the future. So, uh, I got a little weepy while reading this book. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot going on here. But I will have to say, there was probably one of the prettiest pages of comics I have ever seen and, like, read. And I will I'll show it to you. It's nice. It's just, I don't know. And I think maybe also with, like, what was happening, that's why. But it was just so good. <laughs> don't get weepy. <laughs> don't get weepy. Gonna get weepy. Uh, anyway, so I said this to one of my friends, and I think it kind of just summarizes all of my feelings about sex criminals and this last issue as a whole, and I am weepy. <laughs> I know, that's why I'm looking off the screen, because you weepy makes me weepy. I'm sorry. I My uterus, and it's, you know, my emotions. Mine too. <laughs> so anyway, uh... Part of what I, like, really personally love about Sex Criminals is the series does a really great introspective into love and relationships, and even if they're not, like, 
you know, perfect. Like those things that you like imagine relationships should be because of these things you've been like spoon fed all your life. And I think the last issue really delves deep into that, especially uh, John and Susie's love, which isn't perfect and it's fairly imperfect, but it's 100% worth it. And I think that is like the best way for me to summarize this last issue because it really deep delves into Susie being gone and like in this place where she doesn't think she can come back and the only thing that like calls her back is John. So that is all I have to say about that book before I just full on cry. <laughs> Look away. Uh, Avert your eyes. <laughs> welcome to Talk Comics to Me, where I'm bound to cry at least once a year. At this point, it's like every few <laughs> weeks. Okay, so we're going to talk about something that's not as weepy. Um, not weepy at all. <laughs> unless it's blood weepy. Um, this is Vampire the Masquerade Winter's Teeth Part 1. Is that what it's called? I well oh, yeah no I I just I just didn't read the winters okay teeth. oh I, oh you have the other yeah cover. I only saw it down here because I kept saying winters vault teeth what does that mean <laughs> who why would you put the logo of your company right in the middle of the title anyway anyway you can read the back it's pretty great you want me to yeah you do it okay winters teeth. <clears throat> When Cecily Bain, an enforcer for the Twin Cities Vampire, I can't do it like that. <laughs> Vampiric Elite takes a mysterious new vampire under her wing. She's dragged into an insidious conspiracy. Will she be able to escape with her unlife and protect her aging Alzheimer's afflicted sister, or will she be yet another pawn sacrificed to maintain the age-old secret that vampires exist among the living? Meanwhile, on the outskirts of the city, a rebellious found family of vampire castouts investigates a vicious killing. There it is. Yeah, that is literally, that is literally it. it. Yeah. That's why, I, honestly, if you ever want to pick up a vault book, this is one of my, like, definitely read the back. It just gives you the information you want, like, much better than even preview solicits do. Yeah. No, it, it's, it was very straightforward. That's, you get introduced to a, a couple of the key players, which is one of them, Cecily, and the other one is, do they even say her name? The. Colleen. Yeah. Um, and Colleen, you kind of, they're in two different places, but you get to meet up with both of them and see kind of what their daily life is like, and that's it. That's, that's the first issue. Yeah, the art in this is really, really good. It is. And I really enjoy the, the story so far, even if it is, like, a pretty simple, yeah, basic story. It's really straightforward yeah. in what it's saying. Um, my little input from this that I was telling Heather that I thought was really neat. Um, I don't pick play Vampire the Masquerade at all, uh, but this book does come with like stats for the play or the characters, which I thought was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, and there was also a little short story thing in the back that I did not not read. Oh, it's just information and stuff about the characters. Oh, so yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I l- I love. I love a little extra. A little nerd extra. A little extra. Yeah. Me too. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so I'm just still thinking about sex criminals, and my mind is just like, man. Here, this is a weird one. <laughs> uh, oh, it's this a is, scout book. Of course yeah, it's weird. Yeah, this is great. This is issue number one. This technically came out last week, but I just got this. Um, I'm only probably 63% sure I know what happens in this book. 
Okay. Go on. Uh, so it's basically this guy who tracks, like, monsters and kills them. He comes from a very well-known family, but they're not known for, like, good reasons. Um, there is not a lot of dialogue in this. There's mostly killing, but... That sounds like something that's right up your alley. Yeah, no, it was... It, the, I I liked it. It was just, like, it was it was very <laughs> strange. Well, um, it is weird yeah no the art is very i told you it's a weird one uh because i really like it but at the same time i'm just like what is going on yeah what is that is that a like giant blood monster yeah it's like a blood blob thing i don't i don't know all right dude yeah but that's basically from what i can tell it's just about a man who hunts monsters so i i guess i'm excited in that sense i know it has something to do with a cult and that's why I wanted to get it originally. But like it, he's it, trying to fight the cult, the cult monsters, or yeah, like he uh, there's a, like he discovers a cult or something, and he has to do something with it. I just I can't remember what the solicit had said because it's been so long. But it's monster fighters fighting culties. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna blast these right in the ass. Uh, I have Star Wars, Clone Clone Wars, Battle Tales. This just gives little. Little stories of battles with the stormtroopers. I did not read this. <laughs> that issue. Uh, this is Batman: The Adventure Continue. Adventures Continue Number Three. It's basically just Batman: The Animated Series in comic book form. It's lovely. I like it. This cover is really great. I Dan Hip. I think is the artist. Is that his name? Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I, is I, he the I, one who did the, the little Gotham? No, that's uh, Dan Nguyen. D Dustin Nguyen. Dustin Nguyen. Okay. Uh, I've I've posted this dude's uh, art up on Instagram. I like it a lot. It's really wonderful. Uh, but yeah, didn't read that one yet either. So okay, here we go. We're just blowing right through this. <laughs> um, so next, we both have King of Nowhere. This is issue number four. This is five issues. Yep, five yep, issues. Five issues. Um, so this issue kind of gives you a background on how nowhere came to exist and how dennis came to exist too mm -hmm. in nowhere yeah um there's a lot of background for kind of specific characters here um yeah i i think i think the thing to take out of this book and i i really i really want more people to read this because i think it's really really good and really interesting mm -hmm. and i like how it kind of wove the story together and especially bringing in like how Dennis ended up, or Denise. Because, <laughs> you know, little one eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ended up in nowhere, and how that kind of goes into who this man who's just, like, murdering everybody in town is. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a really well-put-together story, especially for, like, single issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and especially because this one is kind of where you get to, like, know what is going on like it hasn't really been explained in any of the other episodes and I thought that or issues and I thought that was very interesting how they waited for issues for them to finally be like oh and by the way this is what's happening yeah because I wasn't expecting yeah no that. same no and there was nothing in here I was expecting mm -hmm. necessarily I don't know what I was expecting it certainly wasn't that yeah it just does a really good job of just I don't know, maybe because my brain, when I read this, is not, like, delving too deep, mm -hmm. which is, you know, my own problem. But, like, I, I wasn't 
seeing those pieces, I guess. Yeah, no, and, I was And they were there. Like, yeah. Like, all the pieces were there. Yeah, because now when I think back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that all makes sense. But for some reason, it just didn't occur to me that that's what this story mm-hmm. was. Maybe I wanted to believe that it was just some random fucking thing, and this human was just like, there you are, you're here, <laughs> you have to deal with it. Like, there wasn't any rhyme or reason for it. Yeah. I do like this, though, a lot. Yeah. The art's great, the story's great, and it just all perfectly, like, fits itself together where it's just really intriguing. I really enjoy the characters. I really enjoy, like, the way the characters look, especially Mm -hmm. the people from nowhere. All the weird animal appendages. Yeah, and I like how, like, they're given life even though, like, they're only there for a short amount of time Mm -hmm. in some places. It's, yeah, it's a very, very interesting story. So you should, everyone should check it out. Yeah, agreed. It's only going to be five issues. Like, what, yeah. do you, what else are you going to do? <laughs> Pick up the trade. Wow, we said, said way more about that book than I thought. We yeah, I, I was not expecting that. <laughs> um, so now I'm going to talk about something a little less. Um, this is Heathen. Oh, no. This is the final. Not that I didn't like it. Um, it's okay. just hard to explain, like, what this issue was about without, like, giving away the entire story. Okay. And I, I, the story is really, really cool because it, like, takes these Norse myths and then throws this random young woman into it who is somehow bigger than she's supposed to be. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is just the, the conclusion of this series. Um, it's, they're trying to kick Odin out of power. Okay. Okay. I feel like I remember that from the last issue. Yeah. Which feel that. (laughs) Um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, 12 issues. Um, I, I really enjoyed this, but it's also just everything that I like in, oh, yeah. in like, stories. So What? <laughs> right, weird. <laughs> and it just happens to be named Heathen, which is what my mother used to call me when I was little. So. How did she get from Hector to Heathen? We'll never know. <laughs> All right. I have Far Sector issue number seven. I feel like I... I, I remember what happened in issue number six, and this just, like, kind of just, like, bams you into everything, because I am wondering if I remembered the end of issue number six when right. I started this. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, no, and I remember enjoying it, and I remember lots of facts about it, but lots of stuff happens in this issue. I I hesitate to say what happens, because people live, people die, there's a large fight. And Joe decides to go into, like, the at world, which are basically these, like, computer-type people. That and, makes sense. And, like, try to investigate them. And, I don't know, this is probably one of the better, like, Green Lantern stories I've ever read. Usually, like, I don't know, I suppose with a lot of lanterns, I tend to get bored. Yeah, I guess it depends, yeah, on who is writing mm-hmm. it. Because some people just, they can they can do it but they don't really have the longevity yeah. for it. And I just, like, I really like Joe's character. I like how she's struggling with a lot of things, like, personal and non-personal. And then this particular issue also goes more into, like, what her ring is and what it means to her and how she, like, received it. Maybe that's all we needed then was just, like, a new Green Lantern. Like, yeah. especially... Um, I would I would love for this to keep going, because mm-hmm. I believe it's only going to be 12 issues. If it's not, then that's chill. I'm totally chill with that. Yeah. But her ring is, like, tight as fuck. Hell yeah. 
I also, I can't believe I never noticed her sunglasses before. Oh, no. They're so good. Like, everything about the character design of this, like, of Joe is, like... It's beautiful. It's so good, yeah. Chef's kiss. And the art is great. This is definitely one I think people should should read. I know I said that about King of Nowhere, too, but sometimes I like books and I feel like people should read them. And I think Far Sector is one of those books because it also just delves into a lot of things. It's relevant. And it's incredibly relevant. Yeah. It is incredibly relevant. And, yeah, I don't think, even from issue one, I haven't had, a like, a bad feeling about the book. Can you itself. screenshot that? Damn it! <laughs> what happened? Sorry, the faces that were frozen were so good. We were making really good faces. <laughs> Ugh! Maybe we can go back in time in this video and make now it Now I'm the only one who's going to have a memory of that, and I hate it. <laughs> That's so much pressure for me. Those are the best memories. I know, but I'm going to like be randomly thinking about it and then start laughing, and I'll just, you have to be there. But then at the same time, like you wouldn't have seen it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on that note, I will move on to On the Stump. This is issue number four. I don't have a lot to say about this book. I enjoy it. It's silly. It's basically just, like, wrestling with politics involved. And they kind of go on to, like, how the fights on, on the stump happened because they used to fight or do, like, debates on stumps, and then that dude just got pissed off and punched another dude, so. Hell yeah. We love stump punches. <laughs> it's just, it's this book's a lot of fun. Like, I like the art a lot. It's It's interesting, like, obviously interesting enough for me to keep going right you know me yeah i I don't have a lot to say because it's just like it's foreign i need to see where it like goes right it's just kind of getting destroyed all right you you ready yeah (laughs) we got a few left we've been doing it yeah so next we're doing this uh strange adventures this is issue number four yeah uh how did we get to number four (laughs) shit dude it's weird yeah, it feels like, I mean, time has no meaning right now either. That's true. So I think at any point we've read an issue of a book and we've also talked about it, so then it's stuck there forever and now we're at issue four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, we're on issue four. <laughs> and Mr. Terrific has landed on Ran looking for information on Adam and what happened during the war. He asks for some very specific, 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 specific <laughs> files. That's how I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and he is denied access because they say he can't read them. And he brings it to his their attention that he can. He we- taught himself to speak the language on the ship ride over. And that makes things worse. <laughs> so Yes. I, I do, I don't know, I have mixed feelings. Like, part of me likes this book. The other part of me is just like, I don't know, it feels fairly m- meh? Yeah, no, that's that's kind of how I feel about it, too. Um, I guess the one thing that just keeps bringing me back is the art. Yeah. And I want to know what happens, but, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like the Strange family. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't, yeah, I don't, I think short of, like, I like Mr. Terrific. I don't like yeah. anyone else. I don't care about anyone else. Right, no. Like, Adam he, is just, like, a, a whiny 
privileged boy. Yeah, like, when he was trying to get back to Rand, like, I understand what was happening, but Mm -hmm. I was very annoyed with, like, who he was, and I feel like that shouldn't have been, like, the way I felt about him. I should have felt, like, you know, empathized with him and, like, empathized with him wanting to go home and save his family, but instead I was just like, I don't like you. Yeah, like... I don't like you at all, and you're getting, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's what I've been struggling with, too. But I feel like he's written that way for a purpose to kind of make it seem like, yeah, this dude is a big turd. Like, of course he would have murdered this guy. Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't know. Because I felt like, or maybe Adam Strange is just a big baby and we just (laughs) didn't know. Tom King is just the one who revealed it. I just, I don't know about that. I I mean, I don't, I don't, I I don't know about that. no idea. But yeah, I just, I have fairly mixed feelings on this book. I, yeah, one one thing I'm not mixed on is the art is great. Yeah, even though the art is mixed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was it. That was Strange Adventures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, my turn. Um, I have Deceased, uh, Dead Planet, issue number two, two of seven. This is a, uh, I, I honestly, I don't remember what happens in this. They're zombies, right? Yeah. They're not zombies. They're um, anti-life infected. Sorry, I'm trying to remember what happened. <laughs> because I read it and I was just like, oh, this this is a story. Um, I read words. Yeah, I, I read words. Ah, okay. I remember now. Okay, so it's uh, Constantine and Amazing. a few of his folks. Uh, Zatanna, I don't want to go through the whole fucking list. He lists every single one. I'm not going to do it. He has a group of heroes, villains, whatever, who are still alive, not infected at all. They're going around and they're trying to, like, save people because they all have, you know, different ways of doing it. It's apparently been, like, five years after the, or several years after the original events took place. Okay, in the first issue yeah, as well? Yeah, okay. deceased, yeah. Um, so they get pulled to, oh, cause they've been on that like ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Swamp Thing is like, Hey, there's two gardens here. I can't ignore this other one. Like it needs my help. There's still people there. And Constantine is like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll help you, I guess. So they all go there and. Seems like a bad idea to take a swamp monster to a bunch of zombies. Yeah. So this is where it gets <laughs> real silly. Um, so they end up finding this other, um, sanctuary or whatever, and it's, like, surrounded by a moat of, like, fire and, like, lava and stuff, but then they realize that the blood moat isn't actually a moat. It's fucking Plastic Man. Oh, shit! Oh, fuck! That is cool as shit! Yeah. That is fucking tight! Oh, my god! Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna eat everyone. That is cool. Yeah, and no. Plastic Man is, like, the most, like, OP fucking DC character ever. I like, was like, yeah, because you, you don't ever get to actually see him until that page, but, like, it just shows red and stuff, and it's yeah. like, oh, that blood is shifting. And then they're like, wait a minute. And then you see his glasses. Yeah. Oh, that is Yeah, because so it took cool. me a while before I was like, how is that Plastic Man? And then, yeah, I saw the glasses. It's, I mean, it's, this story... I I don't want to like it as much as I do because yeah. it is one of those where I'm just like I feel pressured to read it every time. 
But I always end up enjoying it. Yeah. It's like one of those things you like but don't like necessarily. Yeah. yeah it's it's a very weird thing. Like, I'm done with it. I wanted it to be over <laughs> two series ago. But, again, something really cool happens in every single one. So I'm just like, oh, what's going to happen next? That's just, like, so silly, though, dude. I, I love it so much on that level of being, like, a 10-year-old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know. Ever since I put this hat on, I've I've felt like a young child again. So maybe that's why I'm still enjoying it. The hat just brings out the kid in me. I'm just like on that like very deep nature level. I'm just like, oh cool. Yeah, and I think that's part of yeah. Awesome. That might be what it is for me because I know like I I'm a big fan of zombie movies and zombie TV shows, and I hate that I am because I'm tired of them. I want them to stop. But I still watch them because I still get so excited just watching humans eat other humans like that. It's, I don't know. You're going to love when you watch Hannibal. Yeah, I'm I'm getting to that. (laughs) But it's just something different when they're dead and killing something. (laughs) Like, there's there's something about it I don't know. So that's probably, honestly, why I really enjoy that. It's just, you know, childhood me just getting stoked about watching Dawn of the Dead for the first time. Yeah. I get it. All right. I have Alien, the original screenplay. This is issue number one. This is, you know, exactly what it says it is. Yeah. It's just the original screenplay of Alien. I mean, it obviously, like, differs from Alien at points, but it's still still Alien. It's what the original screenplay was supposed to be, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I would like to say, though, this has the best art. Any alien comic Ooh, let me see. I have ever read. And I realized last night that I have read quite a few alien comics. Yeah, that's why I couldn't do this one. Because I was like, I can't do this again, man. Especially a screenplay. Because like, we did that for uh, the William, William Gibson y- yeah, one. Yeah. For Alien 3? Yeah. And it was like all right within those like first couple issues. Yeah. Chris and I had this conversation last night, too. Because he also got that. And it just, like, it starts out, like, in the first two issues fairly strong, mm-hmm. and then it just, like, devolves into, like, nonsense. Damn, yeah, this art is really cool. But, yeah, the art is just, like... It's great. It's baller. It's so good. But, yeah, that's... If you've seen the movie, you have an idea yeah, of what the comic yeah, is yeah, about. Yeah, it's it's good, though. I'm, a, I'm an, a sucker for Alien. I am a huge sucker for Alien stuff. And honestly, I like I told Chris last night, I got this because I ordered the Predator original screenplay, and I was so ashamed of doing that, I had to order this. <laughs> because I was like, well, if I order the Predator one, like, I don't like Predator as much as I like the Alien movies, right. so... I fucking love I, Predator. I, I, oh, I love Predator. Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I searched for the that VHS for, like, years for no reason, and now I own, like, five of them. Regardless, I love Predator because you know why? I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. But in this, I saw the second one, I think, before I saw the first one, and Danny Glover is in the second one. My dumb children mind, child mind, also loves Danny Glover. I get that, man. Because, you know, sucker for action movies. I love Lethal Weapon. (laughs) So this issue is labeled um, Childhood (laughs) Guilty Pleasures, apparently. (laughs) You're really getting to know us today. (laughs) Truly. Uh, I'm going to be done with that rant now. Okay. 
forget about my love of action movies and childhood. Uh, oh, this is a book about childhood. This is <laughs> fuck. This is finger guns. This is issue number four. I'm not sure how many issues this is going to be. I thought it was supposed to be five. That's also what I thought. Vault is usually five. Doesn't give me necessarily an indication here at the end. Uh, but Sadie has been trying to figure out a way to save her mother from her father, who is extremely abusive. And she comes <laughs> she comes up with this plan to use her finger gun. Like, basically get in the back of his car and use her finger guns to, like, make him angry. So he has, like, an outburst at work. Uh, he sees her <laughs> before that happens. Yeah, man. How big do you think the back seat is? Uh, so she had told Wes about this plan and he just was very adamant about her, like, going to somebody, but you find out that her mother is, uh, an immigrant who is not naturalized. Okay. So she's just really worried about her mother being sent away and being stuck with her father and all of these things, and, I don't know, this story is a lot of things. I feel like I really do like it. I kind of feel like and I care about all the characters. I just feel like it's kind of throwing in a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of things to, like, move the story along that don't necessarily need to be there. Right. But maybe if it was a longer series, it would, like, make sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that might honestly be the biggest problem is just because they didn't get the ability to, like, draw it out a mm-hmm. little bit and kind of give you the more, like, in-depthness of... Of who these people are. I don't know. I do enjoy it. I just... It's hard to say. I don't know why. That's fair. It's just kind of a a series that you read. Yeah, and it's one that, like I said, I I enjoy it and I don't, like, dislike it. I just... It just feels like too much. Yeah. Too much for one thing and it doesn't necessarily need to be all of those things. Yeah, it's just not necessary to have all that stuff in there. Yeah. It's like, okay. And even that might be wrong. You know, maybe every little bit of it is necessary. I just don't see it. That's I'm fucking dumb, so. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Joke's on me. We are who we are. <laughs> uh, now we both have Buffy. I don't have it. I read it. I got the cover B. Unfortunately, we got damaged copies, so. Yeah. Uh... I really liked this issue. Yeah, a this lot. was a, a good one to come back from because last, the last issue, I just wasn't. Not that I didn't like it, I just wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. It's just a lot of a lot of drama. Yeah, but this one has a really nice way of like ending the drama and starting the next part of the story, which I don't normally. I don't fucking care how they end the drama. I'm just like whatever. But I really like the way that Buffy and Kendra, like, work together. Yeah. I thought that was very nice and how Kendra really is, like, a a caring person, but in a more realistic way than, like, anyone else. Yeah. It just took them, like, it took them that moment to just be together and talk and figure out who one another, like, are, really. Mm -hmm. And even, like, Giles having that conversation with Kendra, like, gave her the ability to just, I feel like... She's a little bit, like, hot-headed at the same time as just, like, mm-hmm. being stubborn about, like, her ways. Something I totally get. Yeah. <laughs> and I think also that comes with, like, who her 
watcher was yeah and you know how she was brought up into this you know buffy had giles who was just very good man very caring and like very supportive and like smart and intelligent and whereas just, like always looking out yeah, yeah when hers was kind of not that he like didn't look out but he was kind of abrasive mm. so i mean it makes sense you think you have to be a certain way to do that type of job but you just really need positive reinforcement yeah. to assure you that you can do that <laughs> job um i don't necessarily want to ruin this for anyone but i do this particular issue does bring in kind of the evil angel idea without using angel which was really great yeah no i'm so excited i i can't wait i think because it just brings in like a different depth to what that means because you know being in love with somebody in that sort of way is different than any other sort of relationship Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm really excited to see where this goes i'm really excited to see how this affects buffy and that character and also like everyone involved it's gonna be fantastic i'm so excited i just wish they would bring spike back it's true he's just hanging out in that Mm -hmm. angel verse for no reason Mm -hmm. (laughs) some bowl do you want me to go? Yeah, you can go. We, okay. We got some X-Men books. I do not have much to say about this. Uh, this is Empire X-Men. This is issue two of four. Uh, this, it is so silly. It's ridiculous. Um, so they're on Genosha. They're fighting zombie mutants um, who are fighting the the leaf people i can't remember what they're called the kotati yes and at least that's how i'm gonna pronounce that and that's better than i would have done because i couldn't (laughs) even remember what it was and the horticulture is that what the lady old ladies yeah Yeah. the the group of old ladies who do the the gardening and stuff they are all kind of trying to unfortunately work together i say unfortunately because none of them want to but since they're all there they might as well they're on the same side at this point um, but it's not really working, so Magic calls all of the other psychic mutants from Krakoa to Genosha to help out. Alright. And that's it. That's it so far. Uh, and then I have giant-sized X-Men Phantom X, and I got this just because, I don't know, I've been kind of enjoying the giant-sized. Ooh, that art. Yeah. That is the one thing about this book I was just like, when I opened the first page, it was like, cool, art's great. I don't care what I read. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> like, thank you very much. And it's very Jonathan Hickman. Let me just tell you that. Like, it's very, very Jonathan Hickman. But they just go into, like, who Phantom X is, basically. And oh, my God. Hi- that art. Yeah. And his time with the, uh, God damn it, the how like, the Howlers, Nick, Nick Fury and the the Howler, Howler group mm-hmm. during a war and basically him going into this place called the Worlds. that's where he's taking like the Howlers in this first one and he's just like trying to get in there every few decades and basically he's just like fought back all the time interesting a- until finally like the mutants come and they're like hey we want to go into the world Storm is like, it finally comes full circle because Storm is like, yo, I'm sick. Okay. I need to go into the world. I'm going to have to <laughs> to read that one then. 
Yes, the Howling Commandos. Thank you. I don't know why I don't know this. Because I'm not a professional. We're <laughs> full circle. Full circle. We are not professionals. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I the art was really great. Once again, very Hickman-esque. And then when it brought everything full circle from the storm, giant size, that really pleased me quite a bit. Nice. So. Love it. If you don't you know, want to pick up a one-shot, that's definitely one to grab. I feel like all of them so far have just been fantastic. Yeah, and it was weird because I liked this one probably more than I liked the Magneto one. And I don't know if I just liked the story a little bit more and the way it was told or the art. Like, I don't know. Well, it was probably I've... out of all of the giant-sized out, short of probably the Storm one. Mm-hmm. Just because, of the oh, I don't know. I don't know. This might be my favorite one. I mean, I've got to say that... For sure, my least favorite one, a huge unfortunately, is the Nightcrawler one. Yeah, the Nightcrawler one was a big disappointment. Um, yeah, I could go on for just fucking days about how excited I was about that and how like there need it shouldn't have been a giant sized Nightcrawler. No, like, they didn't need to put his name on it. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, what they're yeah. called. The shooty bang bang. Uh, so anyway, that's it. No, that's all we got. And that's Wednesday. So you gotta know us a little bit better. Hector and I. Hector and Chomp. And, uh, you know, check us next week. Go buy comics. Anything? Nothing. Don't forget to pay your rent. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to pay your rent. God damn it, dudes. We love you. Goodbye. We're, we're all so poor. We're so poor. <laughs> At least I got my trash taken out today, though.